0: What's going on, B3? What's up? All right. So Jeff Baggins here and Mike Puma. So we've got an interesting topic today. We are rolling into and I'll set the stage on this for a second because I've been doing this for a a long time right now, and I've seen really good markets. I've seen ridiculously good markets. I've seen crappy markets. I've seen flat markets, up markets, side markets, everything. I've never seen a market like this before ever, right? Ever.
1: In a good way? In a good way.
0: And, and I'll reframe that. I've This is the best real estate environment I've ever seen in my life, okay? And that's a big statement. Yeah. The, through the booms, all that stuff too. And because it's real, it's strong, it's solid, it's growing, it's vibrant, and it's, it's real. I'll just say real twice, because three times now, because it's so important. What do I mean by that? We have, what drives real estate, right? You guys know, what drives real estate is an internal comfort of consumer confidence, yep. fueled by life happening. Yep. What are the primary drivers of why people move?
1: Death, divorce, marriage, um, baby.
0: Yep, got a job transfer, Job lost your job, yep. moving around. Life happens to cause you to move. So. But ultimately, where you move depends on what you buy and your comfort level about what your future prospects are like changes your decision making. This is consumer confidence rules the world. Yep. So right now, at this stage, now we're in 2019, middle of 2019, rolling into third quarter, timestamp ourselves here. The stock market is at all time highs. Right? Yep. Unemployment is at all time lows. Um, inventory is extremely low. Mortgage rates are ridiculously low. The consumer confidence is flying high. Everyone feels comfortable about their future. The jobs are there, the business is there, the house is stable, everything's good. People are are in an expansion mode and thinking and how are we gonna restructure. Now there's some disruptions here and there and there's pockets of course with everything, but all in all across the country, across the the, the country specifically, because we're here in the US, everything is solid and stable. And there's more, homes are being bought, homes are being sold, prices are going up. Everything is perfect on a silver platter. Spit, shine, polish with a bow on the top. Yep, That's what we have going on right now. I see way too many people not taking advantage of that right now. And it it made me start thinking a little bit, like it aggravates me to a point, but then I'm actually totally accepting it at the same time. So there's no way you're going to motivate somebody that has zero motivation. Yeah, it's just not going to happen. Yeah, and we were joking a little bit before that. Drive is—it's a total DNA strand or mutated gene, whatever you want to call it—that's not normal. Yeah, right. Or unless
1: I think—I think ninety-nine percent of the time that's the case. I do think that unless something unless your why becomes big enough right something happens that literally pushes you to the brink of i need to go put in the work or i'm homeless or you know whatever that is that's the
0: necessity yeah then it
1: becomes a necessity to put in the effort and the work but without that happening i'm with you i think it is a hundred percent a mental gene, something inside of you that enjoys the process far more than the outcome.
0: I think it's interesting because what you just said to clarify something, it's the the why has to become strong enough to force the need to do something. But yep. right? Very few people have the ability to create a false why. Does that Correct. make sense? Yeah. Right? The, no, when a why hits, every one of us can throw the throttle down when we have no choice. Correct. but to throw the throttle down when you have a choice is where most people miss the mark
1: yeah and i th- i agree i think that's hard and and i've been successful and i love business but i would say even for me that is a
0: struggle yep well why because somewhere in your brain creeps the the drunk monkey whatever you want to call it that just jumps yeah. out and says you don't need to do that you yeah. don't and no, then exactly. you're like, why, why do you need to do that? You can make it so much easier on yourself if you don't do that, right? And then some of us say, let's see, hold my beer, right? And right. just and just figure it out. So what I thought was an interesting thing to chat about today was I've got three agents in mind. I won't say their names, but I'll just describe the their scenario. And I want to talk about vulnerability and what is going to put them out of business, right? Each yep. of the three. So one... I was talking about newer to us. She's a newer agent, came to us from another company. She is a, a pretty good hustler. She's working pretty well. She's starting to get some deals. She's got probably five or six under her belt now, mm-hmm. and she's growing. Now yep. the future looks bright for her in that world. But what could what's going to kill her? What what will knock her out of this industry? Well, if there were one thing to knock her out of the industry, what would it be?
1: So I think it's important that to note that I know who you're talking about and there's a lot of agents that kind of fit this bill, right. I think, Yeah. but she's a little bit of a younger agent and she came in with the mentality of, I know that I'm new, that I don't have the past clients, I don't have that huge database and sphere, which means that I've got to go out and earn it and create it and build my brand and my awareness, right? She doesn't
0: have anybody paying attention to her. So she has to generate the attention. Correct.
1: So she knows that before she can tell anyone how great of an agent she is, she needs their attention. And then she needs to build trust with them that she actually does know what she's doing, which is a lot of work, which is a lot of work, right? So she has decided that she's going to put in that work from starting to create video content where she's giving this piece of advice and showing her expertise and telling them and and literally showing them via video and audio that she knows what she's doing and how she can bring value to them and help them.
0: Which is a tough battle because everybody, well, you guys know everybody in their grandmother is an agent or has an agent in mind, right? So you're playing in a cluttered environment from the beginning. So for her to come out of left field, out of nowhere, to creep into the general public's mind is a tough bill.
1: But I think it is, I would argue that it's not as tough as it seems because I believe that while yes, everyone has a family member or a brother or sister or a friend or someone that is an agent. Has a license. that Has a license, I shouldn't say even agent, has a license.
0: Those people
1: are not doing the basic little things to stay in front of that potential customer. And she will quickly encroach on that territory and steal their mind share and win ultimately because she is actually getting their attention when it comes to real estate and building a brand where the other is resting on the fact that, oh, I've known Susie for 15 years she'll, never she'll, with ne- that anymore. she'll She'll call me when she needs help of course she will and we're living in a world where that's just not the case anymore and so i think the opportunity
0: for well, why is that not the case anymore let's let's go to why because i think it's a, it's a significant thing that i don't think we listen we pay attention to anymore
1: in my opinion it's just ease of use right yeah. we as humans take the path of least resistance in almost every single aspect of our life it's the reason Uber is so successful. It's the reason we love Amazon getting us stuff the net very and next Stacart. day. Yeah. We just want convenience, yeah. right? And when I am on a social network, which everyone practically on the planet is every single day, and I'm in my newsfeed and someone is populating in my newsfeed every single day, they're going to get my attention. And it is extremely easy for me to connect with them versus if you are in my phone or worse, not in my phone, and I've got to call Sally to get your number or Google. Like if I have to put in work to find you versus somebody else who's in my newsfeed every day, even though we may have some common bond. And your thumb is right there. I'm going with that because it's easy, Yeah. right? And so that's the that's the world we live in. I mean, you've you've done this for a long time, right? This wasn't always the case, and right. like it in my mind, like when I look back at some of like the historical things, like it all kind of plays out. But like when you first started real estate, how how did you get business?
0: Not the only way you had. But there wasn't there wasn't Facebook. No, right? I, Was there even MySpace? <laughs> <laughs> Barely. <laughs> <No>. Yes. <laughs> Barely, what? barely MySpace. Did you have a top eight? AOL account.
1: <laughs> did you have a top eight? You had a top of, eight of MySpace, of course, didn't of course,
0: you? Of course, of <laughs> course. So uh, I mean totally like bad, bad, <laughs> bad. But but you know what? We, but here's what we did have. We had the Hill Donnelly cross-reference directory where I could pull up Oaksfield Lane and everybody who lived in Oakfield Lane's phone number was right there. And they actually answered their phone because it was sitting there and that's how people communicated.
1: So, so let's, let's break that down. I take my horse
0: and buggy to their house.
1: (laughs) They didn't have horses. I don't believe (laughs) you. Let's, let's break that down though, because I think this is, this is the fundamental part that never changes. So you had a list with phone numbers that people answered, right? Yep. And I had a fist
0: that did this on doors.
1: So in my opinion, what you had, was a platform, an audience, an audience yep. that with had a to get platform the <laughs> with a distribution communication channel yep. that they paid attention to yep. that
0: you were able to leverage to get business. When I wanted to talk to them, it actually rang a bell, and they had to run over to the thing that rang a bell <laughs> and pick it up and put it to their head to to have a conversation. Right, with it. right.
1: So you're leveraging the current that was the technology. That was the technology and the communication tool that people paid attention to. Correct. Okay. Nothing has changed. The only thing that has changed is the way what platform and technology you're using to do it. That is it. That's right. So nothing has changed. And that's where I think like people get caught.
0: And it's it was push versus pull. Right. Too. Right yeah. now, it's a little more pull mentality. Yeah, it was. A,
1: it would be a lot harder for you, and that this is the other area. I think it would have been. It's a lot harder back then, right, on that list. Yeah. To call someone up out of the blue and start building a relationship Correct. with them. Yeah. Right over the phone, never met them. Total different. Like you know style. way more about them than they know about you. Mm-hmm. Like that is awkward. Right. Right. Yet now we live in a world. While yes, there's more. You know, competition, quote-unquote. We live in a world where you can communicate and build a relationship at the drop of a hat through a messaging platform on a social network where there's 90-plus percent open rates, and it's just literally one-on-one direct communication. Well, you're putting
0: out content. That allows a relationship to be formed that you don't even you're not even aware of the relationship being formed, right? Just by bringing value to someone and just creeping into their brains until the time happens to come where you might be of value to them.
1: It is amazing to me, and I still get blown away when we when I go somewhere, whether it's my kids' little league, the gym, all these places. I go to a party. I was at a birthday party last weekend. I had people that I hadn't seen in a long time, yeah. right, coming up to me who I had no idea watched our content. We're like hey i've seen a lot of your guys content you guys are doing really cool yep. stuff it blew me away like you know those but but all we've done is created a framework where we're pushing stuff out there and you just never know who's going to actually watch and engage but why not leverage it it's there guys it's right here like it's literally in the palm of your hand you are on
0: it you're every never more day. than two feet away from it right ever but back, back to this. Let's circle back to this agent situation. Because she's doing well. She's creeping into the eyeballs and attention. Yep. And she's she's doing it. But the one thing that's going to knock her out or could knock her out is is, what?
1: is What's she at risk? Her biggest risk is someone with an already bigger brand. Because they've been doing it longer. Who have sold more homes. Who have a bigger sphere locally. Yep. Her biggest threat is someone like that wakes up. And decides to do the same strategies that she's doing to with communicate cred. with those people with more credit yeah. and more more experience. That is her biggest threat.
0: And fortunately for her, most won't do it. Most of the agents who have the credibility and the book of business and the the past client base and the large spheres and the local brand resting on their laurels thinking that it's always going to be that way. They're right? the most vulnerable people in right? the business. But of those of you watching who have that credibility, have that brand, when you fire this up and start to leverage the same things, she's dead because they're not she's not going to steal somebody away from you mm-hmm. once you remind the people that you're here. Right? No. Yeah. Now, you
1: you make it much harder for her because then she's got to rely on a paid strategy, which she may or may not be able to afford, and it'll yep. it'll be much harder for her.
0: That's right. She can still do it. It's going to be difficult. Yep. So now let's pretend you're that established agent with the credibility. Yep. And you're rolling, and you've got that whole sphere. You got your past client base. You have signs up in the neighborhood. Your your face is on the little league field, and you're, you got a little bus bench, and I know that's your favorite and all those things running around. So you've got some of the marketplace and you've got you've got business. What takes you down? What's what's your vulnerability when you're at that top agent level?
1: That newer agent because they're hungrier. They're willing to put in the work. They're willing to do the things that you are likely either not doing or taking for granted
0: or don't have to do
1: or or feel like you don't have to do yet. Right. And I think a lot of the times as the top agent, And you know, this is any business in general. If you talk to anyone who's built a business over time, the harder, it gets harder a lot of times, the more money you make, right? Right. The organization gets bigger. It's
0: tougher to pivot.
1: It's tougher to pivot. You have more money a lot of times sitting in the bank. So you don't analyze decisions maybe the way that you should. You're not constantly looking at new little ways to grow. You're looking at from a much more macro position right and so i know that like when me and my brother started our our business you know years and years ago we when when you had you know fifty thousand dollars to open an entire location and order inventory and do all that stuff we're sitting there like looking at every single thing analyzing every decision and making sure that because we had to make every dollar work the more money we made the more worse decisions we made and then like the we just you become Comfortable, Complacent. And you become complacent and you don't continue to make the little things. And I find you stop doing the practical things. Like you just become impractical.
0: You just do. One thing you just said that was, was kind of interesting for me. Um, building a business takes time. I think what, especially top agents, experienced agents in the marketplace don't understand is that the definition of time has changed completely. Right. The ability that it, when it used to take years or decades to build a brand in an area literally takes a quarter now. Yeah. Right. Really. That's the scary yep. part. I was talking to one of, one of the new agents in one of our beach offices. He came in and we got a strict ass business plan and he needed, you know, we've talked a lot before either doing deals or, or building a business. Yep. He's on the business building mode. He's doing a transaction. He needs business right now. So we have put him down the path of for sale by owners and all that, and to build that business and and grow, just get those transactions and go. He's been cranking it out on a daily basis for the past week. He just got one 1.6 million dollar listing. Um, it's his first week in the business, right? Yeah. It doesn't that, that took time, right? Yeah. But he put a lot of energy and effort in there. But now he's going to be able to leverage that. He's a multi million dollar producer yep. agent that belongs in that area. Now, if he leverages his quote unquote success, right? Yep. It's easy to quote success when you, here's my new listing, here's my, here's my newest listing. Yep. There's only one, but he's, it's his newest listing, which automatically puts him in the category of having a million dollar six listings on this island. Yeah. So now he can leverage that simple success and own that island yep. as being the sharp guy who's aggressive and passionate and knowledgeable and hungry and strong and smart and business savvy and just on it. Yeah. For five bucks.
1: Oh yeah. I mean, I, and that, that's just the world we live in. I mean, there was an agent we were talking about, uh, who's not with us, who's in your marketplace over in the beaches, who's built a very well-known brand in a certain niche. Right. That agent, if you saw and knew them, if you lived in that area, you know who they are, you, you look at him and you would have said, oh, he's got to have been in the business for 10, 15, 20 years. Yep. He's been an agent in Florida for three years. Yep. Three. And, and he's built a brand that everyone knows him as that person. That's right. Right? The go-to guy. So, you know, it happens extremely fast. This is, has changed the game if used properly. And the ones they use it are going to, you know, reap the rewards.
0: So top agents need to wake up, right? If you want to grow your business. Now, if you're done, you're fine. You're coasting. You don't mind slipping down a little bit. Don't do shit, right? You're fine. You don't have to, if you don't need the money and you're not going to change, just be used to your margins shifting, um, going down, right? That's just the fact of the Well, and
1: hopefully the competition pushes you. I mean, Nike and Adidas didn't change a lot for a long time.
0: And then a little company called
1: Under Armour came about and ate their lunch. And then all of a sudden, both those brands woke up. And then now all of a sudden you see those three competing head to head for every athlete and everyone. If you would have asked Nike during that time period, when Under Armour launched as a small little startup from a guy who went to the University of Maryland with one shirt, if they would have been competing against them 10 years later.
0: On a global scale. On a
1: global scale for endorsing the biggest professional athletes on the planet, they would have laughed you That's out right. of the room, yep. right? In the same way that you as a top agent, if a new agent came to you and said, I'm going to literally build a bigger business than you, and we're gonna be competing on the same level I will have
0: more market share yep. than you within in, in six the next, months.
1: In the next year, yep. right? You would laugh them out of the room. Well, wake up guys, cause it happened and it happens every day in every industry. You are not an
0: exception to the rule. It will happen. But you are lucky to be able to have what you have and leverage what you have. Absolutely. But only if you do it.
1: Right. Because Nike was able to wake up and go, crap, we got to do something. Well, thank God we're Nike. Yeah. Let's just tell everybody we're Nike. (laughs) (laughs) And pivot and still compete, right? And that's the advantage you have. You're not going to be dead because you have enough business and brand and clout built but now you're going to have to learn to leverage it, or you will be in trouble.
0: All right, let's talk about who's most dead in this industry, right?
1: uh, Middle, well, in my opinion, let me preface that. I think in any space, category, business sector, if you are in the middle, you die. It's not a good place to be, right? Unless you are just perfectly okay staying in that lane, doing three, four deals a year. And three,
0: four, five, six transactions a year. And
1: that's it. And you don't want to grow and it's okay. And you just want to be lazy and do those deals. You could do that. I mean, you'll survive for a while, right? Until a shark eats you, but you'll be okay.
0: You're going to be, you're going to be, it's interesting because we talked to a lot of agents, right? Yeah. And the vast majority of agents in the industry fall in that bucket. The three, four, five, six deal a year. Yeah. That's just where they play. Why do they play there? Because they're comfortably uncomfortable and they're making 20 to 30 grand a year and life's okay and it's good. And they're not really that sharp because they don't have to be. They just have to have a friend or two or a cousin or aunt Martha's moving to town and uncle Benny broke his hip and selling his house. And that's just the type of business that they're going to get. Yeah. So that business is okay. Yeah. Right. It's safe for a little while until somebody aggressive comes in and it, you're very vulnerable because somebody snakes off one deal and you're only doing four, that's a 25% reduction in your business, Yeah. right? Somebody comes over and snipes two, you're 50% down, you're dead. And yeah. now what are you gonna do? Unless you crank in the, the gear and actually kick it back up and actually start working. So yeah. that's the, that's the vulnerable, vulnerable point that I see is complacency. And if you're okay being complacent, then enjoy the, the bumpy ride, right? Because it's, it, enjoy it. Yeah. And if you're going to get a couple of deals a year, just have at it, do it. But for the rest of us who are actually looking to grow a business, yep. right? and let me, let me rephrase that because that's not true. The vast majority of people in this industry don't give a crap about growing a business. No. Right? And that's the honest, unfortunate truth because they're missing opportunities of a lifetime right now to amass ridiculous wealth um, in this industry, right? Yep. But with that, everyone knows that, but it doesn't change the fact that they're not gonna do it. The vast majority of people are happy not making a lot of money, and as long as they're happy, that's great. That's It's all about that, that pursuit of happiness, right? So, but yep. for those few that actually want to actually grow something, right? To get a better lifestyle, to get to a next level, to live a little bit better to leave something better to provide better for your family to get a better house to have different vacations and experiences there's you you've got to do something different guys and i'm i'm gonna keep it i know you're gonna keep on banging this drum because there's so much more out there right now to be had and it's frustrating as hell to see people that have it and don't do anything with it and are happy being complacent so for those what do you say as our parting words.
1: I, I mean, my, my take on this is always, if you are doing four, five, six deals a year, you're making 40 grand, but you're happy as hell because you don't have to wake up and answer to anyone. You get to wear shorts around your house, like whatever it is, right? If that makes you truly happy, good.
0: Don't change Just it. Just
1: freaking keep doing that, right? But the majority of the agents I talk to are doing that yet are also saying that they want to be the next top agent or they want to do 1520 deals and that is where i want to slap them and either say well wake up then and follow the advice that you know we have given and so many other people in this industry have given you yeah go type in how and to make money in real things. estate right and and you leverage the platforms and do the little practical daily things that will get you there or shut up stop complaining and just be happy doing your four or five like that there's no other option you're either going to do the work to get to the level that you want or you're not and the only way that you're going to get to that level is if you have a reason to get to that level whether it's I love the process of building something and that's enough to drive me. Whether it's, you know what, my kid wants to go to Europe and I wanna take them and do an amazing trip. Whether it's, I need to save for my retirement, College, like it does not matter. If you have a reason, big enough reason, and a true reason that's motivating you, you will do it. If you do not, you will not. And that's okay, just be self-aware enough to know the difference but have some respect for the game too you know Gary V said something recently which I just thought was you know one of the smartest things I think I've ever heard him say which is just you know a professional athlete an NBA player did not pick up the ball one day and just say you know what I think I'm going to be in the NBA and was in the NBA that's right right they actually had skill, they had to practice, they a had to work, they got coached, they kept working at it, they did drills, hours, 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 kept realized, kept developing that talent, realized that they were big enough, or good enough, and were able to make that dream come a reality. I couldn't go pick up a basketball tomorrow and just say, you know what, I'm gonna go play in the NBA. doesn't work like that, no. right? And I would never have the audacity to think that. Yet, you have, people who think that I
0: can just go get a license and be a business owner. It it blows my mind. I talked to an agent yesterday and we had a, a, a tough conversation. And the conversation was this business is not for you. This industry is not for you. You need to go do something. What is your, what are the alternatives, right? Go drive Uber, for God's sakes, right? At least you'll get a paycheck. Right and talk to people because oh, the, the, the conversation says, I'm not making enough money, I don't know what to do. And I just flat out call bullshit on it because you absolutely know what to do. You just chose not to do it, right? You just flat out, you, everybody watching this, you know exactly what to do. You need to talk to more people, you need to find out who's buying or selling real estate, you need to connect with them, have them trust you, and sell them a freaking house, right? That's all you need to do, be there. Actually, you just need to be there with them when they find the house they want to buy and help them write it up. That's all you have to do, right? So for this person to say it's not working, no, the only it that's not working is you, right? How many people did you talk to yesterday? How many people, how many communications did you have last week? What did you do if you didn't talk to people last week? How could you possibly have the audacity to say that it's not working and not make any money? Go get a job. Trades people are needed, too. And you're going to be very well paid and that's your world and have at it and love you high five, get out of here. Right? If that's the right thing to do, because if you're only doing two or three deals and you're not willing to put the energy and effort in to change your life, to get more transactions, to fund your lifestyle, go be a Walmart greeter for God's sakes. And that's what I'm motivated by doing is just cleansing up this industry, raising up the professionalism, let everybody make enough money to have a badass lifestyle to put a big ass smile on your face. That's it. That's the simple version of it. So realize the vulnerability and really appreciate the fact that you can turn it around literally tonight.
1: Oh, you, you literally could. I mean, this thing literally, you could start a podcast right now. You could just go shoot a video, take a picture.
0: You can go live on your Facebook or Instagram right now. And right one now. of your friends is getting married, having a baby or mom is moving.
1: Here, here is, we were talking about this before we even came on. I've talked about this before. I'll leave you guys with this two kind of two thoughts. One is for those of you that are scared and embarrassed to take a photo, put yourself on camera, hear your own voice, even though we all know what you look and sound like, if that is you and you're, that is the reason that you are not doing anything on from a social network perspective, I want you to go download the LinkedIn app When you download it, it's going to invite and automatically connect you with people that you are connected with on Facebook and from your database. LinkedIn will send you a notification every single day when someone in your sphere started a new job, got promoted, or um, relocated, right? Literally, it prompts a response for you, and all you have to do is hit send, and it will send a (laughs) one-on-one message to that individual. You don't have to type, no picture, no video, nothing. And it instantly starts a conversation on the platform. Okay, that is something very simple that you should be doing. With that said, I think that is the key differentiator that I need all of you to understand. These platforms are not sales platforms. They are communication platforms. Connection platforms. Go connect and communicate.
0: Stop selling. That's it. That's That's all I got. Do it. Guys, thank you for watching. Um, Send us a comment, let us know what your thoughts, some ideas, share it, do it, push it. Own it, work it, (laughs) have fun. Let us know what we can do, guys. Have a great day. See ya.